Green Peace Africa. The coalition also urged that there would be irreparable harm caused to the marine wildlife along the wild coast. We're talking to Proven Moodley, who is the director of National, or rather, Natural Justice. Good morning, Proven. Hi, good morning. Thanks for having me. Thank you for joining us and educating us on something so important. So what is the nature of the work of natural justice and how did you get involved into the Shell application? Uh, Yeah, so at Natural Justice, we work with indigenous and local communities across Africa um, that are facing several struggles, Uh, you know, anything from issues around the environment uh, to land, uh, Etc. And in terms of Shell, uh, you know, we're also doing a lot of work around uh, looking at the impacts of climate change. Uh, and, you know, just coming from Glasgow recently, where our president, uh, amongst many other presidents, you know, spoke about the critical point we are on the planet and how we actually have to get very quickly to net zero or need uh, to zero carbon emissions. But what we're finding at the same time is that, you know, all governments are signing all of these oil and gas deals, which will basically push us beyond the tipping point. Mm. Um, so it's very hard to understand how, and, you know, your earlier poll around the Constitution, how, you know, governments are doing things that favor multinational companies instead of, uh, you know, ordinary citizens in the country where, you know, Poverty is increasing, unemployment is increasing, uh, our environment is being destroyed. So it's hard to understand how governments are trying to protect, you know, our crucial uh, natural resources and to use them in a way that's sustainable. And, and many communities want to, you know, engage more sustainably with the environment. Um, you said something so important. Many communities want to sustainably engage in this. Uh, what is the procedure that needs to take place in order for this to be done safely? Uh, yeah, there's this, uh, you know, our law provides for uh, many things like uh, engaging and consulting with communities that will be impacted, you know, by anything that's going to have an impact on the environment. And in this case, uh, communities were not properly consulted or engaged. If you take the Amadiba committee, at, uh, you know, along the wild coast as an example, mm. you know, they had to go to court a few years ago because the Australian mining company, MRC, wanted to essentially, you know, mine all of their beaches. And, you know, these communities don't want to become mine workers. We've mm. seen the devastation before. What they want is to, you know, fish sustainably, to do agriculture and, and ecotourism. So, you know, when you're doing projects like these that would have a direct impact on these communities, uh, you know, there has to be proper engagement. Uh, you know, these communities need the information, etc. And none of these processes have been properly followed. Yes. So you said something about the communities being engaged. How does this look like step by step? You know, um, we've seen protests in Cape Town and Plettenberg Bay, and this proves that the communities want to have a conversation about this before it happens to them. They want to know about seismic testing prior to uh, big companies such as Shell participating in this. How do we then physically go about having this conversation uh, had? Yeah, uh, no, and, and it's not, you know, rocket science or a difficult task. It's, uh, 
you know, by identifying communities along that coastline, uh, going to those communities, sharing the information, uh, you know, discussing with the communities what steps have been taken, uh, you know, discussing, you know, how the communities can engage and share their own, you know, concerns, but also for communities to say, you know, what they want, because, you know, things like uh, extraction, it means that, you know, a lot of things get sucked out of our country. Yes. But the people who benefit are actually these multinational companies because a lot of the money, you know, just goes to their headquarters uh, and a few people are getting super rich. So, you know, that, that process would ensure that, you know, communities and citizens have a say, uh, you know, in any of these projects because, uh, yeah, if, if they're that extractive, then they're not going to, benefit local communities. Now, Shell has argued that the company has ran 325 seismic surveys across the globe without any death or environmental harm. What is your take on that statement? Uh, Yeah, I mean, the fact that so many seismic surveys have been done is an indication of how many of these projects are going to come on stream. Mm. Uh, And uh, as I said earlier, our planet cannot afford the emissions that would come from these as a starting point because of the climate crisis. Two is that, you know, we've got several uh, experts from across the globe, uh, you know, who've done reports, who've shown what the negative impacts are. And in fact, community members are going to court this coming Friday in Grandstone mm-hmm. uh, and, and will bring this expert evidence, which has now, you know, been put forward to the court to show uh, the, the damage. So, you know, it, it's science, it's uh, uh, marine biologists, etc. That that will bring this evidence because I think Shell's claim that there's no harm is just simply not true. So how do uh, locals partner up with organizations such as Natural Justice to actually ensure that their voices are heard? Uh, yeah, so, you know, besides natural justice, there's many other organizations, and we we are very much connected, you know, at a very local level to communities on, on a range of different uh, struggles. And so, you know, in, in, in that sense, there's just so many, you know, there's the Karoo shale gas project on the West Coast. Uh, you know, already the Australian mining company is digging up our beaches there's a whole range of licenses that have been given to do oil and gas extraction. And, you know, I think it's been amazing just to see how, you know, South Africans are really standing up, uh, you know, in, in, in this case. So, you know, people can either through uh, networks or through our website get in touch with us. I would love for you to share your digital footprint. But before I release you, I'd really love to hear from you. I know you did echo your sentiments um, here and there pertaining to this morning's poll, but I'd love to get a full answer from you. Do you believe that our South African constitution is a reflection of its citizens? Uh, yeah, I, I, I would say no, in, in the sense that the constitution is amazing. The provisions are amazing. But I think the reality on the ground shows something very different from what the Constitution provides. So even Section 24 of the Constitution, which, uh, you know, Minister Mantashe referred to, yes. uh, is about having the right to a healthy environment, which is amazing on the Constitution. Uh, but I think the way it's being implemented and used, uh, you know, in terms of greed, in terms of 
uh, a few people benefiting in terms of looking at the high levels of inequality in the country. We have an amazing constitution. I think it's just not being, uh, you know, implemented properly. Thank you so much for that one. Would you kindly share your digital footprint so that we can get a hold of um, your organization? Uh, yeah, I think uh, if, if people go to www.naturaljustice.org, that would probably be the easiest way and people can sign up to you know our newsletter and information. I think that would probably be the easiest or you know, uh, Twitter at Natural Justice or Facebook Natural Justice as well. Thank you so much for your time, Mr. Moodley. Thank you. Really appreciate it.